Good afternoon and welcome to the Friday edition of the Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. Coming up this afternoon, we'll get a weather update from Drew Lerner with World Weather Inc. And up first in today's country comment, Manitoba Conservative Senator Don Plett will stop by the program. The latest farm news and market numbers all coming up over the next 60 minutes. The time now is 12 o'clock. Here's a look at our local news. Good afternoon, you're listening to the Manitoba Farm Journal. Manitoba Conservative Senator Don Platt says the Liberals' COVID-19 aid package for the agriculture sector falls short. He suggests agriculture is not a priority for the Trudeau government. They announced on May 5th $252 million uh, um, for for the farming industry. Uh, The Canadian Federation of Agriculture was asking for $2.6 billion dollars. Uh, and that wasn't going to meet their needs. And uh, the government came up with $252 million. The Canadian grain growers were completely left out of the recent announcement. Uh, you know, and, and, and Saskatchewan's kind of the breadbasket of, of, uh, uh, of our country, and, and for the uh, grain growers to be left out after having been hit with the punitive carbon tax and so on and so forth, uh, and for for them to leave uh, the grain industry out completely. Um, The $252 billion for the ag industry, uh, when when we are giving money, and I am not knocking the fact that we are giving money to students, they need help, but we are giving um, some $9 billion to students we're giving $2.5 billion to senior citizens, whether they are even on OAS or not. Uh, you know, people like myself, and I plan on giving it certainly to charity, but even people like myself are, are getting getting uh, $300 tax-free uh, as a senior. And, and, and then Trudeau comes along and says, uh, we don't stop fraud. We, we let fraud continue. We will somehow collect that money back later on. Uh, it's, it's beyond the pale in what they are giving to other industries uh, compared to the, uh, the farming sector. And I am, I am uh, truly, as all Canadians should be, uh, offended by this government's um, complete lack of feeling for the industries that are keeping our country afloat. About a half of that $252 million will go to assist livestock producers. You know, your thoughts on, on what they're facing? Well, again, it costs about $11 a day uh, to, raise a ho- uh, to, to raise one pig. It costs uh, somewhere around $5 a, a day to raise uh, a, a head of beef. Um, they are facing... They are facing as the the industry asked for, they are facing ten times that in losses, and and uh, they are culling cattle um, and 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 hogs as we speak because um, they cannot they cannot afford to raise them, and so this falls this falls way short, and um, the Trudeau government has clearly, as they have done with the oil industry they are now doing with the livestock industry and indeed all farming uh thumbing their nose at at canadian farmers right across the country 
That was Manitoba Conservative Senator Don Plett. A look at what's happening in the markets this afternoon is coming up. Good afternoon, I'm Corey Canute. Farmers have been taking advantage of the warmer temperatures this week. Drew Lerner is with World Weather Inc. Well, we managed to develop a ridge of high pressure this week across the middle of North America, and that really helped to force the warm air up into the region. Uh, even more important than that has been uh, the development of a very strong low-pressure system in western Saskatchewan that has now moved into uh, eastern portions of Alberta, and that has really pumped the uh, winds up and forced a lot of warmth up from the states. And so the end result here is that, yeah, we have had a, a little snapshot of summertime weather. Lerner says there's lots of variation across the province when talking about soil moisture. Total seeding progress is sitting at about 42% complete. That's compared to the three-year average of 55% for this time of year. Dane Fraze is with Manitoba Agriculture. A lot of farmers have gotten started on their seeding progress and preparations for 2020. Uh, this week we saw a widespread start across much of the province. Most farmers have at least started turning a wheel or whatever they can. Uh, so we saw a huge jump in seeding progress. Phrase notes, seed germination and emergence has been slow, though it's expected to improve rapidly with the warmer conditions. Manitoba Conservative Senator Don Platt says the $252 million COVID-19 aid package announced for the agriculture sector earlier this month is not enough for livestock producers. The government's announcement includes $125 million to help livestock producers faced with additional costs incurred by COVID-19. They are culling cattle and hogs as we speak because they cannot afford to raise them. And so this falls way short and um, the Trudeau government has clearly, as they have done with the oil industry, they are now doing with the livestock industry and indeed all farming, thumbing their nose at, at Canadian farmers right across the country. Pled says much of the announced assistance to agriculture was just a re-announcement of previous commitments. That was a look at today's farm news. I'm Corey Canute. Good afternoon and welcome to the Prairie Eggwire for Friday, May 22nd. I'm Corey Canute. Coming up today, we'll get a weather update from Drew Lerner with World Weather Inc. Farmers were taking advantage of the warmer temperatures this week. Drew Lerner is Senior Agricultural Meteorologist with World Weather Inc. It's way too cold there for a while, a week or two ago, and we uh, we definitely needed this. Uh, the atmosphere uh, has temporarily snapped around and broken away from a prevailing weather pattern, which was bringing us cold shots of air from the northwest on a regular basis. Well, we managed to develop a ridge of high pressure this week across the middle of North America, and that really helped to force the warm air up into the region. Uh, even more important than that has been the development of a very strong low-pressure system in western Saskatchewan that has now moved into eastern portions of Alberta, and that has really pumped the winds up and forced a lot of warmth up from the states. And so the end result here is that, yeah, we have had a, a little snapshot of summertime weather. I think temperatures have been in the lower 30s in number of locations from south-central Saskatchewan into parts of Manitoba. So definitely a very impressive period of time, but it is a short-term bout of it. I think we may turn around and cool down again later next week. Are we uh, in need of uh, some rain in some areas? 
Very much so. Uh, there's a lot of variation across the province and also in the eastern parts of Saskatchewan as well. Uh, we are uh, noting a very dry bias in uh, the west central and uh, some of the southwest part of the province, mostly near the Saskatchewan border, the Fox Warren area, Russell, and some areas southward, uh, certainly are in need of moisture. And in fact, uh, it's almost critically dry right now. Seed is in the ground, but it can't germinate, so that area needs moisture. But there's just a few other places to the southeast of that near the U.S. border that are actually still too wet, and uh, they have been uh, waiting for the wind to dry down the fields a little bit so they could get into them and, and start working them. So a lot of variation from one place to another, and uh, another area that needs to dry down and warm up is certainly the northern parts of the province as well. So kind of a mixed bag out there, and uh, you know you can't get everybody happy at the same time, but we're hoping that we can uh, sustain this warm-up long enough to at least bring on better germination and emergence conditions for those areas that are planted and, and have the moisture. And uh, Drew, uh, just give us the uh, short-term uh, forecast here for the next few days. Well, we are going to continue to be under the influence of the, the ridge of high pressure, so warm temperatures. Uh, there will be a few erratic showers and a couple of isolated thunderstorms popping up. The coverage of these are going to, is going to be fairly low, though, on a day-by-day basis. And then on Saturday, we may see conditions change a little bit. We have a little disturbance that's going to come in from the southwest that will try to enhance some of the rainfall on Friday night into Saturday morning. Uh, that'll be followed by a second wave of increased precipitation that will occur on Saturday afternoon going into Sunday. That's the one that's probably going to be most significant. I would say that probably 60% of the province will get rain uh, from those two events combined and maybe even higher than that. Uh, the first one will probably favor the northwest. The second will probably favor the southeast. So we should get a lot of moisture across the region. As far as totals, I would say right now it looks like we'll probably see totals run from 5 to 20 millimeters. The greatest totals will probably be in the Winnipeg, Portage Prairie area back towards uh, Brandon and southeastward from that line. And uh, longer term, uh, how are you expecting the uh, the rest of the summer to unfold here? Well, you know, I think we are probably going to eventually get into a wet weather mode. Uh, now, some people would tell me right away here that it's already been wet, so uh, you need to be careful about how I phrase that. But the, the idea here is that we're going to go back into a, a little bit of a cool air mass coming up here uh, probably at the end of next week going into the first days of June. So kind of cool down. We'll probably see some drier air from around for a little bit. And then as soon as that starts to abate from the region, we'll start to get it warming up again, and that will bring some rain with it. Uh, as we get into the latter part of June and go into July and August, I think there will be a relatively high frequency of rainfall across the southern half to two-thirds of Manitoba, a little less precipitation in the north. So I think we'll have a little bit of a wetter bias, and we'll probably have the temperatures holding in a relatively seasonal range with a slight warmer bias. That was Drew Lerner, Senior Agricultural Meteorologist with World Weather Inc. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email thefarmdesk at goldenwestradio.com. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. I'm Corey Canute. The Prairie Eggwire will return next week on the Golden West Farm Network. Time now for a look at the farm calendar. 
The Manitoba Agricultural Museum near Austin will be reopening its doors to the general public next Friday, May 29th, with reduced hours and new safety measures. You can follow them on social media for more information. Continuing with the Manitoba Farm Journal here on this Friday afternoon, we're joined again today by Dane Fraze with Manitoba Agriculture, who talked about the province's weekly crop report. Livestock producers, how, how are things looking uh, f- for their operations? Water supplies are adequate to excellent uh, for livestock producers. However, many producers have turned cattle out to pasture uh, simply as a sanitation method to try and get those cattle out of confinement and yards where manure has piled up all winter. Uh, That said, pastures are still not able to support uh, widespread cattle grazing and they'll have to be supplemented. Too much grazing early on will damage um, that crop that was already stressed out from last year's dryness and hasn't had the enough heat yet to really put on a good spurt of growth that will support long-term grazing. Back to crops for a second. Um, are we starting to see uh, some weeds, or, or are there any insect issues yet? Or? Weed issues are uh, still mostly consisting of the winter annuals that are, um, are a problem. Those really windy days have limited uh, pre-seed or pre-emergent herbicide opportunities, so weed control is going to be more emphasized in crop this year. The warmer season crops with the last couple of days, the heat has really brought out things like wild buckwheat, um, pigweeds, those sorts of things. So when you're out in your fields doing a, a pre-emergent scout, just take a look at those pigweed uh, samples and, and if you see anything looking suspicious, uh, please make familiarize yourself with uh, what water hemp looks like versus what red root pigweed looks like and uh, take the appropriate measures to control. And lastly here, I uh, just wanted to get an update on the, uh, the winter uh, cereals. How are they looking? Winter cereals are actually looking really well. They've come out of dormancy well and have, by and large, been top-dressed with fertilizer for 2020. Uh, so as we had some warm conditions, they've really put on a growth spurt, and in-crop herbicide applications will begin very soon. That was Dane Fraze with Manitoba Agriculture, taking a look at the province's weekly crop report. Another look at what's happening in the markets heading into the close is coming up in just a moment. Time now for another look at today's farm news. While some farmers are hoping for rain, others wanted to stay away. Drew Lerner is with World Weather Inc. There's a lot of variation across the province and also in the eastern parts of Saskatchewan as well. Uh, We are uh, noting a very dry bias in uh, the west central and some of the southwest part of the province, mostly near the Saskatchewan border, the Fox Warren area, Russell, and some areas southward, uh, certainly are in need of moisture. In fact, uh, it's almost critically dry right now. Seed is in the ground, but it can't germinate, so that area needs moisture. But there's just a few other places to the southeast of that near the U.S. border that are actually still too wet. Lerner says a ridge of high pressure this week forced warm air up into the region. With the delay in seeding, some farmers are considering switching out of longer season crops. Dane Fraze is with Manitoba Agriculture. There has been some anxiety from farmers given the lateness of the overall seeding season. So some longer season crops, corn and sunflowers in particular, or even long season varieties of those crops might be switched out in favor of shorter season varieties. Or in cases where field preparations haven't been done at all, they might be switching from a corn to a cereal, for example, something that could mature in less time. Total seeding progress is sitting at about 42% complete. That's compared to the three-year average of 55%.
And Manitoba Conservative Senator Don Plett says that the Liberals' COVID-19 aid package for the agriculture sector falls short. He suggests agriculture is not a priority for the Trudeau government. They announced on May 5th $252 million for the farming industry. The Canadian Federation of Agriculture was asking for $2.6 billion, and that wasn't going to meet their needs. The government came up with $252 million. The Canadian grain growers were completely left out of the recent announcement. Platt says much of the announced assistance to agriculture was just a re-announcement of previous commitments. I'll be back after this to wrap up today's program. We've come to the end of another Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwestradio.com. Today's closing numbers with more in-depth commentary on what's happening in the markets is coming up at 10 to 2 on the Markets Farm Program. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. Hope you can meet us back here on Monday starting at 12 noon.